Hello everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Millennial Optimist podcast presented by AJ. Each week in this podcast we'll be taking a topic that is of importance to everyone and we'll try to understand and listen to few people from across the world. In this week we'll be trying to understand how the world has encountered the pandemic that happened in 2020 we'll be listening to few people who will share their stories and try to make us understand what all they had to go through since the turn of april 2020 let's see how each and every one of us are connected even though we are in different parts of the world the pandemic is one of these events which has brought everyone together do bear in mind this is my first episode and my first try at podcasting so uh so the pandemic has happened and it's been more than how many months now 16 months almost and we have all felt the wrath of the pandemic in some way or the other we have all transformed ourselves in a way because we can't go back to where we were before the pandemic because that now this is the new normal there's no going back so i just wanted to understand how people have changed over time are they keeping well and you know just to understand what will happen hey how's it going it's doing good man how are you i am doing well you know i just uh recently got on to spotify green room and so i'm just kind of checking it out and stumbled across your room so thanks for thanks for hosting it i appreciate that that's all right uh i do spend some time i'm i'm not going to say a lot of time <laughs> but i do spend some time over here uh because you know it's a good place to have these wonderful conversations from people across the world so just like we are doing right now so why are you joining us from there? yeah I, i'm uh, i think it's great i'm from vancouver bc canada right now so oh that's awesome uh, nice to see you here it's great yeah so um uh how is the i mean i i just joined in but how how is the pandemic really changed uh changed you uh aj what's uh, what's your take on this briefly oh thanks for asking so yeah so just reset the room i'm just here to listen to how people uh, have braved through the pandemic because you know it is something that has happened to all of us together and as humanity we need to move ahead and there's no going back to what we were doing before the pandemic so that's the whole point of this room so coming back to my personal level so the pandemic actually ruined i would say all of my plans uh, to start a new career in a new country so i had to figure out ways to stay in india and you know uh, so yeah just for others who don't know i'm coming from i'm talking from india and it's been a good but now looking back over the past 14 months or 16 months that we have had the pandemic for it's been a good experience in a way because i got to connect with my family a lot more than earlier so that's something i'm happy about and also with my friends so i'm enjoying this connections that we make with people so that's how the pandemic has changed me i'm having i'm i've enjoyed the con- making connections with you yeah hi guys hi sasina hi scott hi ajay so oh. lovely to be talking i i know this pandemic word scares me altogether <laughs> Anyways, so the pandemic. Uh, if if I just like quickly 
so hello i'm from bangladesh by the way um your neighboring country and uh, what was most scary was that i have a little kid who's just uh, going to be two so i was scared the whole time since last year uh, what if it gets to my house and all of that i was very careful and all but I actually lost my father in the process uh, six months ago he he suffered from covid and uh, he passed away so it really changed my life entirely i would say i was papa ki pari as they say and yeah but i'm coping well i'm going through lots of lots and lots of uh, things that i like and i i actually came across this um, green room and a few other uh, uh chat rooms if i say or uh, apps as such like another one was the uh, clubhouse so yeah uh, good things that has happened uh, i have i i feel that i've become a much more realistic person i was before than i was before and i try and enjoy whatever time i have to myself like i was actually pinning few movies on netflix today to watch that i haven't watched over the years while growing up um also i watched the entire friends uh season 1 to 10 last month because just wanted to do something you know just be lost in the space so yeah i hope it wasn't too sad sharing my story randomly right uh sazina first of all i want to thank you for sharing your story it's a wonderful story and i'm actually uh, very sorry for your loss and i'm glad to hear you that you're no braving through whatever has happened to you over the past one year and you're still pushing through and that is the best part of our life because we need to move forward right and thank you for sharing that wonderful story sazina thank you so much ajay i hope you guys uh stay well stay safe i don't know which part you guys are from but i heard about this uh, monster thunderstorm happening in mumbai um and i was recollecting all my memories from my last visit to mumbai um, oh by the way if i may add i i was a radio host i mean i was a radio jockey for 8 years now i'm not uh so i i had few um meetings with the uh, artists for, for which i visited mumbai and i loved mumbai so much so after the thunderstorm incident that i heard i i guess 250 mm rain happened and a lot of people died so i was following the news the other day so i hope uh, you guys are safe and sound uh, from whichever part you guys are in but yes mumbai and goa have been uh, pretty harshly hit by the rain so the past two days and yes uh so that is one of the problems also you know climate change is happening everywhere so thanks for your concern mm-hmm. and hope you guys are safe uh, john is actually uh, joining us from vancouver so i think now it's time to hear what john has to say about it definitely thank you um uh, if i can first start just uh, so as yeah it seems oh good uh, i was just going to say your your mic's a little fuzzy uh just with some background noise but we're all good now so <laughs> thank you for that um Yeah, you know, from um, a little background on me, you might be able to tell from my profile picture, but I'm a I'm a guitar player in Vancouver in Canada. So, um I'm a guitar teacher mainly and and you know, before COVID, I was performing a lot. Um I write my own music and perform my own music, um as well as pr- uh, perform with other other um musicians and other bands in the area. So, you know, I was doing a lot of 
worked in the entertainment industry um, before uh, COVID kind of set, settled <laughs> a little bit. And uh, so I would say the pandemic changed my whole career quite drastically um, in, in not in a bad way, but just in a different way. Um, I found that because I love to perform and I love to play, to play the guitar, it's my passion. So I found that even though I was, um, I, I wasn't able to work in the way that I used to, I was pretty um, passionate about finding other ways to work. Um, and this led me down a lot of interesting paths. It led me down the path of live streaming on Twitch, um, which has been a really fun experience. And I, you know, just diving into that whole concept um, was a way that it kind of got me into this. And then all of a sudden, just like, um, so Zena was mentioning about Clubhouse, I got into Clubhouse and Green Room and uh, Discord has these other things called, um, um, they're called stages. And it's very similar to this. And um, I think that, this is a great way to connect with people now. And I think it's really great um, that we're able to hear each other's voices. You know, that's a really big part of this. But I, I you know, back to my, my point about the, the pandemic really changing my career. And it's affected me quite a lot. Um, I got a new dog during, uh, during COVID as well. So, you know, it's been, there's been positive change <laughs> and, and, uh, and some negative change. But being in, in the entertainment industry is, is very interesting um, during this pandemic and it's led me down a path of, of embracing new technology and embracing new ways to, to, to work as, as a musician. Uh, that was great, John. Uh, thanks for sharing your story with us. And yes, of course, uh, music industry was one of the hardest hit over the two year, over the past one year. And I actually so Green Room is one of the best places for music uh, people who are you know interested in music because a lot I have seen a lot of people who are coming onto this platform who are you know mainly music creators, music producers, and it's a good place to interact. And I hope you know you get to interact and get uh, get in turn, get connected with a lot more people. And uh, just because you are into music, so over the pandemic, one thing that happened to me was I al- I was always a fan of jazz music. So I started, I bought a harmonica and I started practicing. I'm not that good, but I'm still doing it. Uh, so that was something I tried over the uh, pandemic. And that's something, you know, uh, it is soothing me. And I'm happy that you got a dog. The that's, the that's awesome, AJ. I, uh, yeah. That's great. I I have a couple of harmonicas myself. It's not an easy task to play the harmonica. So good on you to, to for learning how to play it because I uh, firsthand know how crazy difficult that is. And uh, I'm I, you know I actually studied jazz music. I have my bachelor's degree in jazz performance on guitar. So I'm I'm stoked that you love jazz music. It's really really fun. It's a, quite a beautiful art form. So that's great. But good luck with the harmonica. It's a uh, it's wild and really quite hard. <laughs> Oh, it is hard. It is hard for sure because uh, I think initially I started off, you know, just by blowing into it and, you know, figuring out the sounds myself. But it's been fun and uh, I'm trying to do it on a regular uh, regular way because, you know, I want to do something. I chose harmonica because I thought it was handy and I could carry the instrument anywhere, everywhere. I actually did not think too much, you know, before choosing an instrument. Yeah, you know, it's uh, one of those things where sometimes we just have to dabble in one instrument and then, you know, we, we spend some time with it and then we think, oh, you know, this is for me, I'm going to pursue it. Or maybe it's not for you and then you just dabble in something else, you know. Um, I have personally, what I've been diving into is um, I have an instrument that's called an arhu um, and it's um, one of China's oldest um, stringed instruments. 
and it's one of the most beautiful things in the whole world, but I sound like a dying cat when I play it because it's so hard. <laughs> but it's something I just kind of mess around with for fun. <laughs> Is there anything available on the internet or anywhere else where we can listen? The thing that you're talking about, the dying oh, cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> called the Arhu. So Arhu is spelled okay. E-R-H-U. And um, it's it's just an instrument. There's um, some really famous, a lot of famous um, people who played the Arhu. Um, but mainly, if you just looked it up um, on YouTube, there's probably, I don't, I couldn't tell you the name of um, a, a specific person who plays, but there's got to be videos on YouTube of just people who sound like sent from the heavens, you know, they're amazing. I, I just doodled the instrument right yeah, now. Yeah, Yeah, it's a pretty nice, I, this is the first time I'm seeing it, so thank you, John, for it. Uh, and I'll surely listen to it soon. Of course. So it was really great to talk to you all. Um, AJ, I gave you a follow, uh, Sarzina. It's been great talking to you. I'll give you a follow as well. Thank you. And, um, hopefully we all talk soon again. This is great. So we'll see you guys around and, uh, it's great, it's great coming into Green Room and having a chat. So thanks, guys. You take care. Thanks, John. Cool. Uh, so, Sazina, so you were just saying that you were an RJ before. Uh, so yes. What is your, uh, do you want to share something or some memory that you have being an RJ? Because I know this is something that is similar that you're doing because I know you never had to interact with your listeners, but uh, you always had to, you know, keep them engaged and yeah i i sort of like had we used to have like sms panel it's it's very similar to what you have in india and i was actually trained by uh my boss was from india uh he was in mirchi and then he came to bangladesh and he trained me back in 2011 and then it was like a process of you know all the uh, instrument we don't call that instrument uh, the gadgets and everything that we had to console basically that we had to learn and all and then there were tactics and uh there were self-branding things but the thing that i miss the most is the love of my listeners you know how they would just like stay connected with you no matter how bad or good you are they don't really care you just become a habit you know like when you're an rj you become a habit so so this is something that I really miss. I was the morning show host and uh, Dhaka is a city of traffic. Like you can uh, add all the traffic that you have in Mumbai, Delhi and all the other cities of the uh, of India. And then you can put it in Dhaka city. So it, it, the traffic starts like from the early morning, say about 7.30 and goes up to 12, 1. And then you have a gap and then you have the same amount of traffic. So people listen to the radio a lot. So that's how uh, my life was revolving. I also was the head of programs for the station. So I had to like train RJs um, and also altogether, I miss the fact that they used to message me. Did I have my morning coffee? How I like it? Uh, did I have my nashta? What do I have in my nashta? You know, all the curiosities and all of that. I used to have this chai from this special store that I had. Uh, 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 near my office and I would come up and be like oh the chow is nice today oh they didn't put enough sugar today and all of that so yeah that's something I miss uh, Ajay I would like to know about you uh, so it was nice to hear what you were going through and, and to be honest I was just thinking you know uh, even though we are both from different countries whatever you were saying actually made perfect sense and I could relate to it a lot because I, I, I can I have never been to Bangladesh myself but I have interacted with a lot of people from Bangladesh while I was in Middle East 
uh, I'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, so it was really nice, and I can imagine you know the morning show is one of the most important shows I would say, uh, because you know everybody is going to work, and you need to get. So uh, I also enjoy. I actually I only hear radio while listen to radio while I'm driving my car. and so it's been i am guessing you know you would have had a wonderful impact on the people that were listening so it's really nice to see uh, and hear you know those kind of things and uh, you have had a wonderful career i hope um have you been to sri lanka by any chance uh, since you live in the south and all and you travel uh, and uh, sri lanka if i'm not wrong is quite close to where you guys are because that's what i i last went and i met someone from kerala over there and uh, they told me a lot of things about the place that, that you guys are in so I've uh yes so i am based out of kerala but i have had the opportunity to go to sri lanka even though you know people we actually jokingly say that if we start swimming uh, on an evening probably we'll reach sri lanka by the morning uh that's something that we do <laughs> uh, but yeah it is it, it the weather and uh, topography actually kind of resembles a lot uh, of you know kerala uh, so uh, I, it is one of the places that i'm still yet to go and uh, the cuisines also you know they are pretty much closely related so uh it's a, a different uh, feel altogether but yeah i have not been there yet but yeah looking forward to you know start traveling again because uh, the traveling hiatus has happened to all of us across the world uh and yeah so kerala did do a good job you know in, in the initial wave of uh, yeah corona. yeah yeah but right now india did go through a, a tough phase since in april may and june but mm-hmm. uh, we are mm-hmm. hoping and we are opened up uh, everything back to dead things are getting back to normal i would say uh, but yeah these are still there and actually we are getting ready for the third wave because vaccination has been pretty much down uh, so it is it is going to be tough how we can brave through it but i hopefully you know uh, more people get vaccinated and you know uh, the the issues and the deaths won't be as much as what we think it could be how are things in yeah. bangladesh yeah. uh you know we also have vaccines but our vaccines are basically for people above 30 mostly uh that's what they targeted for and uh i would say the rate is good everybody is very uh eager to take the vaccine uh and you know sometimes be without mask because maybe they feel that that's a way of uh, doing things but however so the delta the the kind that was uh there in india the indian variant is now in bangladesh and and the situation is and that really good um especially on the which side is it the western side yeah the side it's called kushtia then there's another state called uh, khulna that we have and 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 the people it's actually uh, alongside the border of india so uh, the kolkata border so people there is not doing really good and in dhaka the capital where i am in um the hospitals are filled with uh covid patients of course and uh, believe me whenever i'm opening my facebook account i the, every second person i know is infected so we are having to live very very carefully and uh, especially after a death in our house uh, we are I I actually don't know how to deal with this uh thing overall. So in India it is actually uh, 45 and above and then 18 and above. So 45 and above people uh they were given the opportunity to get jab earlier. Now it has opened to 18 and above 18 and above too but the preference is still for 45 and above people. 
and uh, so and that's the whole point so uh, and the number of vaccinations pretty low also but it's good that people are you no know, open to getting vaccinated because there is this wave of uh, conspiracy theories that is running around that vaccination is not good for you and everything so i'm happy that you know people are getting vaccinated uh, so uh, my i come from a health uh related family i would say so my dad is working as a health professional uh for the government of kerala here so he was on the ground when the first covid case happened in january last year so i as a person got to ride the wave of covid in in a way you know just by uh, being near to my dad in a way uh so it is uh, pretty scary how it affects your body and the delta variant is the deadliest of them all so far and that is the whole that is that is one of the issues that you know the world is not able to get away from the disease you know in a faster way so yeah delta variant hopefully you know we the the, uh, the vaccines and everything will help uh, us control the spread and probably you know uh, help people also get back to their normal lives even if they are affected so that is there and uh, uh, so i i did read about uh, you know how bangladesh was fighting covid you know and the hospitals thing i did go around yeah but the southeast asia is going to get hit a little bit more difficult but uh, so the, these are these are times when you look for something good in the future because uh, like i told you earlier india is brain looking ahead to the third wave that is going to happen over in uh, august or early september so let's hope that won't be a uh, big issue as you know what we have had because the way i see it is if even if one country or uh, any region in the uh, the world is not able to get out of this pandemic the whole world is going to be affected because you know the, the people will be traveling there will be interchange of culture interchange of people uh, so it is not possible to just control and you know just close up your countries because i know the richer countries have had the option of uh, getting vaccinated and they have excess vaccines with them but it doesn't make sense as long as you know the whole world is vaccinated because people are going to travel and people are once they start moving around Absolutely. it's going to be problems yeah so that is one of the things that even i was thinking as a just as an individual i would say that the world leaders need to come together to uh, is, this is not something that is just pertaining to their country anymore it is something uh, that affects the whole world that's what i feel yeah absolutely yeah, because, because... uh you see how um you know the whole world the, the travel ban then there are a lot of projects that are in halt because of this whole pandemic issue if if everybody gets vaccinated then then this risk is going to definitely minimize look if if you look at last year and now i know the variant is getting stronger and stronger day by day but more people are vaccinated from before so in bangladesh there was a gap right so uh, between i would say from may to now july right so the delta variant took a little time to spread so in between that time people took some time out they went for uh staycations in different places and took that little break that they needed from uh working from home you know everybody's working from home and it's not really that easy like i have a little one i am not really working at the moment but i'm a freelancer i do voiceovers mainly for uh bangladeshi companies and you know uh, it's the same way it works for you guys uh, for tv commercials and audiovisuals and similar and you know so on so i have like a small setup at home um, i definitely arranged it last year because i was not being able to go to the studios for lending my voice 
so I have my small setup and have my own thing done here because I'm having to work but then I'm having to wait for my son to go to sleep so that the house is quiet and I have my own space and then I can go for the voice so in in this manner what is happening is everybody in the process is getting delayed and also uh, along with that I would say that my husband is having he's a teacher so he has a school from nine to three and then he also has his coaching center where he teaches uh, you know coaches student um so that that goes on till nine again so you know though he is at home sitting inside our home having lunch dinner breakfast everything with us but still you know this whole thing is creating an imbalance i feel which is going to stay for a while and you know through this we will actually have to come up with solutions and come up with ideas how we can stay mentally fit because I really don't know what future we have uh, especially since I have a kid I I do think about 10 years from now what is he gonna see Uh, I do not know I do not think about what school is going to be in and all of that because all the people I see now, these this little kids, they have a screen in front of them and, you know, they're doing classes and all. We used to complain that kids are watching television, YouTube all day long, watching rhymes and whatnot. But now you look at them, they have been forced to sit in front of the laptop and study and try to learn. And also, this is something really that bothers me. I'm, I think I'm going to try homeschool my kid, though he's really young, but I have already started. Uh, he talks a little bit, a uh, few words and all. So, uh, you know, these are the things that keep, you know, circulating. Since I've been a public figure, uh, you know, there were always issues, right? Like social issues that you address on bigger platform. I used to work on the radio station, which was the biggest private radio station. As, and as you know, the morning show is the most important show of the day. So I had to actually talk about a lot of things which are, uh, you know, contemporary, which are uh, burning topics and all. So you see, um, I... I thing because of the practice of those eight years even now when I'm sitting in my couch and just watching Netflix I'm thinking actually what can be done to have a solution in a much smoother way I'm, I'm actually most of the time thinking uh, how to ease people mentally rather than um, asking them to get vaccinated or wear your mask and all of that because I feel WHO is doing enough UNICEF is doing enough and all the other people who are actually, uh, you know, out there as volunteers or, you know, uh, influencers or whoever. So everybody is actually telling them. People knows that they have to wash their hand, they have to wear the mask, they have to get, they have to be vaccinated and all that. People knows it. It's on them now. If if they should, you know, take it seriously or they should be like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go party without a mask, roam around without a mask. It's actually on people now. So, you know, this common sense has to come. And I keep on thinking how this can be done in a global scale most of the time. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Ajay. I don't know if I'm talking too much. <laughs> I've been an Ajay. I'm a talker. <laughs> so, yeah. First part, of course, keeping your mind fit. Because mental well-being is, is something that has taken a hit for almost everyone. And it, it is not because it, it is not a problem because you have a weak mind or anything. Because when your world has become a smaller and when you used to go out and it has come to just, you know, few rooms in your house uh, where you're with your family throughout the day and there's no way you can, you know, get some uh, breathing space. So that 
affects every person for that matter and it is it is a difficult time and even though yes it's your own family and everything i can i can understand the, the toll that it would take to on any person's mind it it takes it 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 affects everybody in this world because uh, and so there are positives of course you interact with them more and you learn a more learn more about them because you are in such close quarters with them but then again where do you, what do you do when you need to understand or when you need your own space because the idea of self care goes out the window uh, when you are in a, such a close space because the, you don't have the option of taking care of yourself uh, as you must have done earlier or would have liked to do earlier because you you are responsible for the other people around you so the mental health be mental well being is something that is very important and people uh, usually they don't understand how important it is because you know uh, they just go on with their life and they don't take care of it and sometimes you know they just burst uh, even that's probably you can call it a midlife crisis or something like that but some people just won't be able to handle it after some point so and especially in this current scenario when uh, probably you know i am pretty sure you know so we both are kind of in the same age i am just uh, in my late 20s so i can i can i can probably relate it more because you know for our generation it is going to be more difficult than the previous generation because we have come up in a world where we have seen uh, a lot of negativity in the world right through our growing up ages because i don't think our parents were subjected to it in a, such a big manner because i think social media is one of the major reasons for it but then again uh, that is also one of the reasons for our outlook towards world also so it like everything it has its pros and cons but probably moving forward the importance of mental well being will be highly uh, beneficial to us and the people around us because uh, that is how we have to exist in a, a space that is exists in a society so i am pretty much uh, happy that you are talking about it and probably you know you will be able to address it in a larger scale and happy that you're thinking about it also and uh, coming to the children part so uh, just because so i so i have a nephew who just started school and he's around 4 years old so uh, since just before before you were talking uh, i was thinking about how he would be handling it or for example your kid would be handling it uh, so we all started as a school going child or someone so we know that is how it should be but uh, i was just thinking from their point of view because they never have gone to a school so they probably don't know how school is so probably when they're seeing sitting in front of a uh, uh, computer or somewhere where they can attend classes so that is their normal uh, for us it is not normal but for them that's their normal so probably going to a school will be something that they are alien to yeah absolutely i because my baby is a pandemic baby i call him because uh you know now he has learned to talk to people like interact with people but if i put him in a room full of kids he doesn't really know how to play with them doesn't know how to share his toys with so i'm each and every time he is in a room filled with kids i have to tell him that you know baba you have to go give this to the kid, other kid don't cry and all of that and he is more comfortable with people say our friends are coming over and all like very handful of friends who are vaccinated and all and you know doesn't go out of their house they straight come to our house with their own vehicle those are the people who are uh, you know allowed in my house so when they're coming he's very comfortable he's making conversation you know learning things and all of that but he's not being able to do that when he is there with his own aged people or a little 
older so so i sometimes feel that when he will be going to school uh if it may maybe in 3 4 years time he should be starting school from next year 3 3 and a half is the year uh, the preschooling starts in bangladesh uh, you can also give this child to school at 4 if you want to then you go to play group uh, so so yeah um I, so th- that leaves me with uh, another two two and two or three years if i have to like put him to a proper school with uh, uh, kids i sometimes wonder how he will cope so this is definitely an added pressure and you know i, I go all nervous thinking about it and and it reflects on me i i go so worried my husband keeps on telling me i have to stop worrying so much about everything and also you see um a lot of things you were saying that uh, that now we, ha- we all we have is the house and a few rooms and we are with our family all the time imagine this generation like you know the age we are at we have actually achieved that freedom of uh, or uh, or that habit of living happily a little far away from them i don't know i am we are definitely mentally connected with them but we do like our own space right space time and whatever so there is like i was really close to my dad i would always whatsapp him you know uh, voice message him and everything which i miss a lot that is what i miss the most and of course i i miss him not being around but I, nowadays when i have a have something important to tell i can't tell my mom because my mom is not really uh, technologically advanced like she doesn't know much of operations of the phone she does use a smartphone but yeah just for like taking video calls and all of that so you know this is something that i miss so like you were saying that kids are going to be the ones who are most uh, um, you know alien to the whole scenario also if i may add as i was telling you my my husband is a teacher so he teaches maths in senior section in a private english medium school so uh, his students are basically the cambridge and the excel board what they're doing is you don't have to appear for the exam i think they didn't appear for an exam last year it was all evaluation of the class remarks that they have done and the teachers had to grade them upon like certain things and all of that so you see they didn't have to really face to that fear of exam like you know tomorrow we have the exam did i study enough okay fine i'll i'll get a c you know even that feeling they're missing this generation so i feel the root and the top you know the, these two parts are being shaken for this pandemic and let's just hope that in the future you know there's not a very big imbalance and we are there to create a balance you know we, we are alive to keep create a balance don't know over to you man <laughs> thinking too much about it actually uh yeah i don't want this to turn into something that you know you are getting scared and you're not able to sleep tonight so let's not do that <laughs> but uh, the way you the way you ended it is pretty nice that we have to create that balance for them so that's the whole point right because uh, you were talking about a kid you know who has not interacted with kids their age so it is very difficult because they don't know how to interact and and, and, and i am seeing it uh, right in front of uh, when i'm watching my nephew also because of course he has few people around but that's not the same thing as you know interacting with uh, kids their age while they're in school so that is something that they'll be looking forward to and probably and yes it'll be difficult for them so it will be on us maybe like 3 or 4 years down the line we'll have to keep this always in our mind that 
they did not come up in our world uh, the way we lived so we can't always say when i was your age so we'll never be able to use that uh, you know concept of yeah, right. uh, right. yeah we will never be able to say when i was your age i had to go through this and that but so <laughs> in a way they are, they have gone through worse to be honest uh yeah, so yeah so it is something that we have to be there for them we have to bridge that gap exactly like you mentioned and uh the and the uh, the other so i i hadn't thought about what the other other top line would be feeling like until you mentioned so it is pretty nice that you talked about it because uh students who are passing out they don't have that fear they they never had to pass that exam with fear Uh, even though it took a lot of time for them to finish their exams uh, but that's true because you know when you enter the real world i know uh, i seldom believe in you no know, exams have a greater value in real life but uh, that feeling of exam that feeling that uh, sleeplessness in the previous night of the exam those things help you in a person because even when you want to do something important in your life you need to have those you know to succeed and you know to get through that without you know causing a lot of issue, emotions and causing a lot of issues so that is also something that is very important in this post pandemic world uh, so yeah so this mental health is something that uh, so in the coming years and the future generations uh, more people will be talking about it and probably more people will need support also and to be honest i am not somebody who will be able to support people but yes i can be a listening uh, i can lend my ears to them so that's the least what i can do uh, probably there are a lot of people who can come up with solutions and help them uh, get through whatever they are facing so those kind of things will be important in the coming world yeah absolutely and you are a great listener i must tell you ajay you listen to every line that i was speaking and you make a point and you come back to the whole thing that that is something that requires a lot of uh what do you call it attention span i i i have it really less so it was actually lovely to come to you ajay i would definitely come back to your room and have a chat and chit chat and all of that i'm going to follow you uh, do follow me back so that you know i get to know what, what's happening with your podcast and you know if i do host you you get to join as well uh, thanks for dropping by and it was really nice talking to you too and uh, i it was nice to talk to somebody from somebody so near in bangladesh even though you know it seems very far so but uh, thanks for that and thanks for sharing your views and uh, please always feel uh free to drop in whenever i'm posting a room or likewise or ping me into your room so anytime <clears throat> thanks for your Ciao. thoughts and Ciao. thanks for your ideas so it's it was pretty nice chatting likewise take likewise. care bye bye so so far we have talked about how you know the mental health seems to be a issue that people will have to face when they are going through in the future so uh, let's see what we can do from there hi blade nice to see you here where are you joining us from Hey, how you doing, Adrian? Uh, sorry, I was getting my uh, headset together. Um, yeah, normalcy in the post-pandemic world is kind of interesting for me right now. I don't really know what's going on. I live in Atlanta. It's a lot of crime going on right now. Um, crime is much higher than it once was. Of everything, and everybody kind of seems on edge all the time. So it's it's really kind of a. I don't even think it's post-pandemic yet, but. I, I don't even know. <laughs> I was just I just wanted to see how people were going through the pandemic and what all. So initially, the name of the group was uh, what 
change that has happened to you during the pandemic so we had a couple of people somebody from vancouver and from thatta bangladesh they were talking about how things have affected them and actually uh, since i saw your bio i can vouch for it because you know we were talking about mental health for some time and the importance of mental health being you know that's going to drive the future generations uh, to normalcy i would say because i know we are not yet in the post pandemic phase but still we have to move forward because we can't go back to where we were because that past is gone because that is not the normal anymore uh, so we need to move forward and find a new normal so yeah. i would like to hear your thoughts about how you know the mental health and everything comes into picture for for the future i i think that it's much more obvious now the importance of mental health um i was kind of thrown off a little bit like i didn't kind of i, I don't know say it's been kind of an interesting day for me so i'll kind of just start with this um and say a little bit about what, how the pandemic has impacted me or whatever um last year i was laid off from my job and i didn't work for about 10 months during that 10 month time period i actually ended up living in a hotel um did that for about 6 months um it was really difficult i experienced and, and i'll be honest to um just trigger warning um i am a mental health advocate i stuck i have challenges with mental health and wellness <clears throat> and um So that's I'm going to share some stuff about that. I just want to go ahead and let you guys know um if that's okay. Um but yeah, it's also been like I said for the past like 10 months or whatever that was what was happening to me and just the level of mental anguish that I'm still dealing with um since that um it's not as bad as it was during the pandemic but I experienced a lot just being very isolated as well. Um and like I said being unemployed, I call it fake homeless, you know, living in a hotel um during a pandemic. And so it was an interesting time and a time that has really shaped who I am now, but I think in the future, like I said earlier, the importance of mental health would be much more apparent and obvious for people. and i like the fact that there's more people having conversations about it cuz it's like the beginning of actually doing something and taking action i think that's kind of the next step is after you know we discuss and understand what it is and what's going on and how people you know are impacted by having mental illness or symptoms of mental illness because everybody has mental health like it's a part of your overall health and wellness so it's something that that we all have but is so stigmatized to even talk about you know physical health is not stigmatized you know if you hurt your arm or or you know what i'm saying not not hurt your arm but like if you have like cancer or something like that you're praised and you know there's so much support for that you know and and that's not to say that it's not necessary but again that alludes to the stigma of mental health which is the reason why a lot of people aren't able to get the help and support that they need a lot of people you know struggle with you know different behaviors and things like that because of the symptoms they experience so moving forward it's going to be need to be more action and more resources available for people to actually get support and the help they need um 
Yeah, so I'll just uh, try to. Uh, so I've understood what you're saying because you had a wonderful points. So uh, maybe the issue that I face because see, uh, I'm from India. You're from USA, and uh, we have been brought up in different uh, lifestyles, and uh, probably uh, so I'm in my late twenties. And so, and the issue of mental health is something that is going to affect us, uh, affect me, and affect you in the future. And you just shared your story, and that uh, it is something uh, it took courage to share that story. And I'm so happy that you did it. So even I, uh, I'm not going to say laid off. I at least uh, I came to came to my home country before the pandemic. I was working in the Middle East before that, and I I also did not get a job, or I could not find a job for like. Uh, eight eight nine months. Then that's when I started, you know, focusing on my idea and working for it. So uh, it was tough, and I would say, and yes, there were signs of depression and everything that did creep in. But of course, uh, I don't know. Especially in uh, you, the concept of toxic masculinity, it was uh, something that always prevented us from, you know, moving forward in life. And uh, right now, with how things are panned out right now, I think those kind of uh, issues are being talked about more often. and uh, more people are understanding of it and you know more people are getting ready to change because uh, at least for the future uh, the current uh, generation who are in the uh, prime and also the future generations they'll need to understand the concept of mental well-being uh, self love uh, and getting rid of the toxic masculinity character so these are important you know to, to create a world you know that will accommodate everybody that needs support so and especially what you said about the stigma regarding mental health that is pretty common and I, i it's it's always weird to see that we from different cultures different races and everything still we are taught and we have faced the issues uh, that is pretty common because even in my hometown and my country uh, a person who has some kind of mental distress is often uh, often put to the knife i would say because you know they are always branded as a mental health patient and for them a normal life is often very difficult to get back to and and i even i have gone through because i have been uh, what do you say i have heard people talking about such people and it's, it's difficult because looking back now yes uh, i think it was very uh, bad of me to even think of and think of such people in a negative way but right now focusing more on the positive things yes we need to be there to support such people and probably you know move ahead because uh, the youngsters or the children that are in this current generation so they are living and they have started living in a world that is totally different from what we lived in and they'll need the support to know to bridge the gap between the two generations because uh, earlier you know there was this uh, lady who was saying that uh, students have started that the uh, studies or uh, in front of a computer like online without meeting or interacting with children their age so they don't know how to interact with other people and that is something that you know uh, probably uh, us when we were children we were we learned to do and we wanted to do at the first place so that that small step that has changed and you you never know how that will affect their uh, whole life ahead of them and probably that is where you need to be supporting them. Uh, not just children, but also the other people who have gone through difficult times over the last two years and even before and after that, because there is each person has their own battle, and you never know what they have gone through, and you will need to support them. And that is the whole point of you know being uh, accommodating to their issues and you know understanding where they are coming from and try to help them. I hope that made sense, Blake. Yeah, yeah, it really did. Um, you know, I find it interesting. There's a, a common theme I'm learning 
Um, you said where you said you're from India. What part of India? Uh, I'm from the one of the southernmost states in India called Kerala. Uh, it is pretty famous for its beaches and uh, tropical weather, coconut trees, and uh, wonderful cuisine. Okay. Um, I just find it interesting that it's like a global issue that people with mental health and wellness challenges are kind of shunned by society. You know, there's it's difficult to get resources. That that label, that stigma exists. Um, but I can definitely appreciate you know joining this room with you and and hearing you talk about it and sharing this space with you because it just kind of for me in this moment it's like wow this is really like a worldwide thing like there are people all over the world that are dealing with this but it's also dope to know that there are people all over the world talking about it so like I definitely just followed you and stuff like that because this is what I'm in the space of doing is just connecting with people because I've experienced a lot of mental health and wellness challenges in my lifetime and I'm really <clears throat> just now, like in the past year or so, um, through the pandemic, again, even with a lot of challenges still going on, finally really accepted what what this is. But I also know that I can manage it and I can deal with it. Um, but I also know that I need a lot. There's a lot of work I need to do. So, again, like I'm, sorry, I'm just, it's just really amazing to hear you talking about it and to hear you sharing your story and things that you've experienced and that you know, and your knowledge, because this is something that affects people all over the world. So it's a much bigger issue. Um, but what I can also say at the same time is being a black man in America right now, especially right now, like, I mean, it's not like it's ever been any better, but you know, I'm living during this. I'm living, I lived during last year, 2020. I'm not sure how aware you are of what it was like in this country. Um, or even what it still is, especially here in Atlanta. Like it's, very difficult to find peace, you know, with chaos all all around you, you know, um, in a lot of, in a lot of ways. So it's very important to be having conversations like this just to bring awareness that way um, somebody can be the one that hears it and is inspired by the story and actually takes action to help and change things. So thank you, AJ. Uh, my gratitude comes out to you also, Blaze, because I'm also learning a lot from you, and you know that is how this, uh, how we can you know move forward together. Because uh, to be honest, let's uh, I don't think I'll ever meet you in person, but uh, at least I got to meet you through this app, and you know uh, at least get a taste of your ideas. So those kind of things does matter because you know now uh, both of our outlooks have changed. So that's wonderful. And yes, of course I have. We all have heard about what happened over, uh, what has been going on over in the U.S. and especially in those areas. But of course, I would never be able to, I would never even try to say that I understand what you have been going through because it is not something that I can even uh, imagine. Uh, but yes, uh, the, the issues and the uh, struggles that you go through on a daily basis, uh, just by being there, that is not something that I can even think about. So I understand what you. Uh, say and everything so i'm uh i'm happy that you know at least you are getting through it i know it's not been easy for you but i hope that you'll find your peace and you'll you get to go through and you know start doing and uh have a more enjoyable life than you might be having right now
So I wish you all the best, Blake, for that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. This is something that, you know, we all enjoy because that inflow information uh, flowing to and fro from two people and understanding. And so that is something that probably over the last 10 years, maybe because of how fast-paced our lives have become, uh, we have lost it over the time because uh, probably in our parents' time, it was not this fast way. There was not enough cutthroat challenges. But right now, when we were born into this world, probably we had to fight for everything. And uh, right now, the pandemic has actually made people you know, just take a break from their more fast lives. And that's what's affecting. And so people are not ready for it. So probably that's where we all come in, you know, where we are. Uh, mental health advocates where we just talk to each other and talk to people and be there for them. Uh, so I am, like I have told earlier also, I don't know much about mental health, but all I do is just be, uh, just lend my ear so that, you know, if at all somebody is aching, I just be there for them. Because that's the only thing I can do. But yes, solutions are required and I hope more people will be coming forward and helping others, you know, get through whatever they are facing. Yes, it's interesting times that we're living in right now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, so that is the whole point of, you know, just being there for each other and just trying to support everybody else to through. Uh, that's all I can say for now. Uh, yeah, yeah well, um, I definitely let it uh, collaborate with you um, on the podcast tip. Um, if you want, you can even be a guest on my podcast. I'm pretty sure we can have, um, we just talked about 30 minutes and I think it was pretty good, but, um, but definitely just hit me up, um, follow me and then, um, we'll be connected. Um, so rest well and take it easy. So there you go, people. It was a wonderful session with these beautiful souls that I had. We have listened to a musician from Canada, a former RJ, and a mother from Tata, and a mental health advocate from Atlanta. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and hopefully I can bring the next episode to you soon. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And will tune in for further episodes that is gonna come on my podcast. Until then, spread the good cheer and keep hustling. This is AJ signing off.